Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Okay, let's see here. Today is, uh, what? what is today? It's the 17th of January. I didn't write it down up there. 17th of January, Sunday, time for the Prophecy Update of the Week. And we got some visitors here today. The first one is Russ Henkel. He's coming all the way down from Delaware. He showed up uh, right before class on Thursday night, and uh, which most people that come don't come to the Thursday night Bible class. And he was right there. And then I said, um, I don't have any time Friday. Normally, Friday is my free day, and it hasn't been for a couple of weeks. But uh, I said, if you want, you can meet us down at the projects and do mission work with us. And he was there. And afterward, he said, uh, it didn't just make my day. He said a thousand times. He really enjoyed it. So I'm glad you made it. Appreciate you doing that. And uh, he went and called somebody back up in Delaware, and they found out that they're doing that up there. And I think you're planning on joining them. So now he knows what we do and he can combine it and they can, you know, have that type of ministry. It is a wonderful thing to do. And that is our every Saturday. I mean, we never missed in 15 years. We've never missed going out there as a group, even though individuals do. The group has never missed in 15 years. Uh, then we have Kate, who is here for the first time, and she's actually living in Bradenton, but she's from Alabama. I got to pick on her because of her accent. It's wonderful. I love the accent that you hear even in Florida, old Florida, but you don't hear it as much anymore. And you get, you know, kind of Kentucky and Alabama and they have these beautiful accents. So just picking on you. Hope you don't mind. And then we also have Nancy, Judy, and Tony came up from Northport. They're visiting today and it's a real pleasure. And thank you for coming and uh, making this effort. And have you seen the Prophecy Update or have you just seen the sermons? Okay, you have. Okay, because some people come here and I say, you know, we do something called a prophecy update and you may not like it. Oh, it'll be fine. And I say, okay. And then they walk right out the door because they don't like a conservative message. So as long as you've seen one or two of them, then you'll know what we're doing here. And that's a good thing. So uh, let's see here. We have, um, I guess before we get into our first category, uh, let you know that we are updating. I've said this before, but I want to keep reminding people. Uh, we are uploading our videos to Rumble as well as YouTube because eventually YouTube is just going to, they're going to censor everybody. They're going to take everybody down that believes anything other than they believe and they want you to know. So we are, the problem with Rumble is that it's just uploads and I have a channel, but you don't have uh, individual playlists. And so everything is thrown together right now and it makes it very complicated. So if you want to find something that we've done, you've kind of got to just scroll through the entire channel. And it, I'm sure they will get that fixed and they'll it'll be a better you know format and a better platform in the future but right now at least the videos are going up to uh, rumble and then um, parlor seems to be gone it may not be coming back so we'll see what happens with that um, gab is a social media platform kind of in between twitter and uh facebook and they would not sell out they were offered to be bought out by the big guys and they would not sell out and they are growing exponentially so right now it's very slow on gab as he gets more server service he's buying this and uh, he's investing a lot of money into it but it looks like that will be the thing to replace facebook for you people that are tired of facebook and president trump is on there uh, the superior word is on there now etc uh, eventually you know facebook can go the way of the dodo with me as did twitter this 
past week, maybe 10 days ago, I think it was this past week, I completely got rid of Twitter. So if you've been getting tweets from me, you will get no more tweets. And uh, I just, I don't believe in giving these people anything if you don't have to. Right now, we're kind of obligated to YouTube and we're obligated to Facebook for people that are streaming. But once they have those capabilities elsewhere, and then finally, we have sermon audio, which we are uploading every single sermon and update has been update. Maybe not the updates, but every sermon that we've done, hundreds and hundreds of them were done by a guy named Wade. He's uploaded them all to sermon audio and everything is uploaded each week. And so that's another format that we have for you. And if we get taken down off of anything that you normally go to, go to the Superior Word website, superiorword.org, and we will have a posting there to tell you where to go in the future. But uh, there is a point where these things are all going to be completely shut down. We just need to be ready if possible. And so there you go with that. Uh, having said that, our first category, as always, is Israel. And from the Christian Post, kind of a last act of our president, he got the agreement between Israel and Sudan. And this past week, Sudan signed that U.S. brokered deal to normalize economic relations with Israel. He got it done about a month ago. They finally signed it. It is formal, and they have relations between the two nations. What's going to happen? I, I imagine, I could be wrong on this, I'm not trying to say anything prophesying, but um, I imagine that they will get some more peace deals between Israel and probably Saudi Arabia in the near future. That would be my guess. And when that happens, our coming in president is going to take credit for it, okay? And not only that, he'll probably get the uh, Nobel Peace Prize for doing what our current president has done. So when you see these things happening, understand that none of this would have happened without the leadership of our current president. None of it. Times of Israel, Netanyahu calls rampage in D.C. disgraceful, lauds Trump as Middle East peacemaker. Okay, so he took one side on the uh, what happened up in D.C., and that's fine. But to make sure that he absolutely is a man who is known to stand with the person that has stood with him, he went on, and instead of dealing with that, he immediately went to Trump. Prime Minister Netanyahu condemned the attack on the Capitol building in Washington as disgraceful, saying it was the opposite of American and Israeli values, but went on to praise President Trump as a regional peacemaker. In his denunciation of the attack on the Capitol, Netanyahu did not mention Trump by name or the circumstances in which the attack took place. Short-term memory on the part of Americans, because when Trump was elected president, there were riots all over Washington, and there were things burned down, windows broken, damage everywhere, but that's our short-term memories. Netanyahu did, however, lavish praise on the president shortly thereafter for his role in normalizing ties between Israel and several Arab countries. I want to thank President Trump and all of you in the admin for all you have done and are doing for peace. You've made a real difference, achieving one breakthrough after another, bringing the UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, and Sudan into the circle of peace. I have no doubt that more Arab and Muslim countries will follow, and that's true, and as I said, somebody else will take credit for that. From the Jerusalem Post, settlers begin exporting made-in-Israel products to Dubai. The Samaria Regional Council began exporting settler products to the UAE with labels stating that Israel is the country of origin. A couple of weeks ago, they said they were going to do this, and then all of a sudden it got quieted over, and we can't do that because it's against UN policies. Well, they're doing it anyway. The settler people are taking their products and sending them to the UAE, and they are doing so under the name of Israel. Once again, this would not have happened without our current president. A shipment of olive oil and honey from the Tura Winery in the Rehalim Settlement and Paradise Honey in the Hermish 
settlement will be exported. The ability of the settlers to export products to the UAE, which are treated as made in Israel items, is seen as a small step forward toward de facto sovereignty and recognition that the settlements are indeed a part of Israel. Most of the international community refuses to recognize the settlements, holding that the areas outside of the pre-1967 lines, such as the settlements, cannot be considered part of Israel. This is expressed in the treatment of Israeli products produced over the pre-1967 lines, especially by Europe, one of Israel's largest trading partners. UN Security Council Resolution 2334, approved in 2016, asked all UN member states to distinguish in their dealings between areas of Israel within the pre-1967 lines and those outside. The UNHRC last year produced a blacklist of companies located in Jewish areas over the pre-1967 lines, such as the West Bank settlements, and companies that do business with Jewish entities in those areas. The EU has issued guidelines for consumer labeling of settler products to ensure that it is clear that they were not made in Israel. Its European Court of Justice ruled in 2019 that Israeli products produced over the pre-1967 lines could not be labeled made in Israel. The Trump admin changed its labeling guidelines, I mentioned this last week, on this score, issuing a declaration that settlement products can be labeled made in Israel after U.S. Secretary of State Pompeo made the first visit ever to a settlement entity in the West Bank. So we are bucking the tide against the U.N. and the E.U. Who cares? But I'm sure that may change with the incoming administration, or maybe he just won't even bother with it now that Trump has got done what is done. We'll see how it goes. It's very sad how this uh, uh, has all played out, but we're going to have to face the future as it comes, and it's going to be a different future in the next hundred days. From Christian News, this is from Tina Iononi. And Tina, if I pronounced your last name wrong, I apologize. I have never heard it pronounced. And so uh, she's a wonderful lady that's uh, written and um, also emailed a few times. And she said, so I have finished Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. That's a lot of sermons and it's a lot of information. And she says, now on to numbers. I now attend the Charlie Garrett Seminary. Which, I don't know about that, but I appreciate the comments. So hats off to you, Tina. That is a major achievement to go through all of those sermons. So uh, let's see here. From the Superior Word News Service, we've got all kinds of things going on that are depressing, that are uh, bringing people down. Somebody emailed this week, and uh, she said, there's just no laughter in my life anymore. And I emailed her and I was uh, thinking about what I emailed her and I took it and I amended it for Facebook and I made it a post and then I thought, you know, maybe we need to share this during the prophecy update as well because uh, prophecy updates are usually, they bring you down. There's, I try to make them happy. I try to say things that'll make you laugh and smile, but here's from the Superior Word News Service. Christian Joy, there isn't much to laugh at today. Nothing simple like the Three Stooges or the Roadrunner is made. And what the world laughs at, we might find vapid or even perverse. But we don't have to be happy to have joy. We can have cancer and have joy. We can be in prison and we can have joy. We can be persecuted and we can have joy. All because we have a hope that those who may be laughing do not have. Our hope is in Christ and what he has done is what matters. Not being happy. In this, we can be filled with joy even while we are not necessarily happy. 
Please consider this and have the joy of the Lord in your heart always. From Todd Starnes, Southern Baptist Convention. I'd be leaving there as quickly as I could if I was a member of it or a part of it. Little stab to somebody that uh, happens to be in the (laughs) congregation right now. Southern Baptist Convention leader Russell Moore calls on President Trump to resign. This was right after the the riots and uh, without taking anything in their context, he says that. Georgia Star News, Vatican whistleblower Archbishop Vigano tells Bannon why Trump's leadership key to defeated deep state, deep church, and Pope Francis's alliance with Red China. It's an article about that long, so I'm not going to read it. But if you want to read it, it's very well done from a Catholic, uh, retired Catholic bishop. And he really was spot on in many areas of that article. From the Epic Times, Federal judges again say no to Cuomo's limits on church attendance. Good job, federal judges. From 7CT, churches should close, says former World Health Organization director. The former director of the World Health Organization has said that all places of worship should close as the United Kingdom struggles with the surge in coronavirus cases. Anthony Costello, also a UCL professor of global health and independent SAGE member, told the Mirror that only a total clampdown would be enough to bring the virus back under control. Now, we know that isn't correct. And how do we know that? Because we're in Florida and we have no clampdown at all. And we have nothing different than these other states and countries that are completely locked down. We know this is correct. He said, we are in a national crisis with a pandemic out of control. We should have no nurseries open, no synagogues, no churches, no mosques. We should have compulsory masks, two-meter distancing. So there you go with that. That's the UK. From Health News, focus on the family sells out to coronavirus cult, says Christians should get vaccine jabbed. The popular Judeo-Christian ministry Focus on the Family has fully succumbed to the cult of vaccination with its recent endorsement of COVID-19 vaccination, which it says is a godly next step for believers to show that they love thy neighbor. Taking that verse completely out of its intended context, FOTF devoted an entire radio broadcast to pushing China virus vaccines as a safe and effective remedy for the pandemic, citing two doctors, Daniel Hint Thornton and Scott James, both of whom claim to be Christians and are fully supportive of the jabs. Now, having said that, I've gotten many emails this week and a couple questions from people directly. Is this the mark of the beast. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, because there's all kinds of people with all kinds of things they're saying on the internet, that this is the mark of the beast. This is, if you take it, you will lose your salvation, or you will never be saved, etc. First, this is not the mark of the beast. This may be getting people complacent so that they live their lives in order to just take the mark of the beast. And I don't disagree with that at all. But the mark of the beast goes where? Can anybody tell me where the mark of the beast goes? On your right hand or your forehead? Has anybody been vaccinated in their right hand or in their forehead? Not one person on this planet. So you can throw that out. It is not the mark of the beast. Okay. So don't let people take you down that avenue. Secondly, if you are saved, you are saved. You will not lose your salvation. That has nothing to do with the mark of the beast. And people that teach that you can lose their salvation, anybody can lose his or her salvation, does not know their Bible very well. That's not to pick on people. It's just the fact. You are saved. You are given a seal of that salvation, which is the Holy Spirit of promise. It is a guarantee. If you can lose that, it means that God lied. 
It means that God doesn't know the future because he made a mistake sealing you in the first place. And it means that God's guarantee is very crummy. Okay. You cannot lose your salvation. So please just have reasonable theology. And the way that you do that is to pick this book up and to read it, to stop watching 400 prophecy updates a week, watch this one and one other. Okay. And then after that, what I would like you to do is to start watching the superior word sermon, starting at Genesis one, one, and just continuing on. And you'll have proper theology because we bring the new Testament into all of our old Testament sermons. So there you go with that from the, somebody's waving their hands back there. Say it loud. Another thing about the jab is I don't know if it's all of them or just one of the vaccines, but they can make you sterile. Okay. She said, just in case you didn't hear, she said that the jab can make you sterile. I do not know about that. I have no idea if that's true. She has said it and you can research that yourself. I do know because I've got more articles next week that many people have died from it. 55 here. I think it was 33 over in um, the Netherlands. Uh, So people are actually dying from it. And it also will give you Bell's palsy at times. Many people have gotten that. Some recover, some do not, etc. So um, check these things out for yourself. But if you want to know if I'm going to get it, there you go. That's your answer. From the Christian Post, HHS finalizes rule protecting Christian adoption agencies from Obama-era LGBT regulation. That's good job, and they have struggled to get this done as quickly as possible. Now it's got to be completely undone by the next administration, and how much harder is that? So I'll read this article. Uh, The incoming president says he's going to wipe out everything, and it's going to be free reign. Okay, I saw something um, uh, with uh, the incoming vice president about being a woman's woman or something this morning. And I thought, you know, how can they say that when the House of Representatives will no longer allow anybody to use any gendered term at all? You can't say my son or my daughter. You can't say my husband or my spouse or any of those type of things. That's all out in the House of Representatives. How are they going to handle this woman who is coming in as the vice president? They will handle her differently. That's what will happen. The USDHHS finalized a new rule last week rescinding Obama-era regulations that critics argue constitute discrimination against faith-based adoption agencies that don't place children with same-sex couples. The DHS, led by Secretary Alex Azar, found that a portion of the Code of Federal Regs outlining requirements for awardees of HHS funds violated portions of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The code was amended during the latter part of the Obama admin to require all HHS grant receiving organizations to adhere to rules that forbid discrimination against same-sex couples and LGBT individuals. Under the Obama-era rule, all recipients must treat as valid the marriages of same-sex couples. Under the Supreme Court decisions United States versus Windsor and Obergefell versus Hodges, which established a constitutional right to same-sex marriage, the regulation required that no person otherwise eligible will be excluded from participation in, denied the benefits of, or subjected to discrimination in the administration of HHS programs and services based on non-merit factors such as age disability, sex, race, color, national origin, gender identity, or sexual orientation. 
the Trump admin concluded that the imposition of certain non-statutory non-discrimination requirements on certain faith-based organizations as recipients or sub-recipients in the department's programs would likely constitute a substantial burden on the exercise of religion. Thank you, President Trump. The HHS argues that the final rule better ensures compliance with RFRA and allows the department to avoid some situations where a substantial burden on the religious exercise may be applied by requirements that flow from the department, but not from a statute. As a result, the final rule enables the participation of faith-based organizations that participate in or seek to participate in department-funded programs or activities. The department contended that the forbidding of entities that object to the current regulations from participating in HHS programs has hurt the effectiveness of the department's programs and in the number of beneficiaries served overall. In essence, Trump has undone something that nobody thought would be undone. Now it has to be re-undone, which it will be re-undone. Um, I was talking to Ron here before we started. I've said this on a Prophecy Update, but I'll say it again. It will probably not be that Biden will come in and immediately pack the Supreme Court. He probably isn't going to do that. But we are going to have judges at lower levels that have been appointed by Donald Trump that will come and say that this is not lawful, this is not lawful, etc. And once that happens, he may pack the Supreme Court. He may say, well, we're just going to override what Trump has done with that. Or what is probably more certain is that he's going to be 25th Amendmented out. We're going to have Kamala Harris in the White House very soon. And when that happens, she will pack the court. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. And everything will be lost at that point. There will be nothing of what we know of this nation anymore. Because when you can't challenge anything in the courts, there's no recourse at all. So be ready for that. From Mideast Africa, from the Epic Times, Pompeo to designate Yemen's Houthi rebels as terrorist group. This is another good move. It's a last minute move. And it will take care of many problems with Iran, which will all be undone by the next administration as well. But it's making it harder for them. Secretary of State Pompeo has announced that he will designate Yemen's Iran-backed Houthi rebels as a foreign terrorist organization as time runs down on the Trump admin. The designation will take effect on January 19th. That's my daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, Tangerine. One day before President-elect Joe Biden is set to take office. The day before. This is wonderful what they're doing because they're just throwing in snags everywhere they can. He's a very good president. He's doing the right thing. The announcement comes as Pompeo and his top aides rush to complete actions they believe will cement their legacy and the president's. In addition to the Houthi designation, Pompeo in coming days is also expected to likely redesignate Cuba as a state sponsor of terrorism. Does anybody remember how um, President Kennedy used to call Cuba? Cuber? Cooper, remember that? Yeah, you're going to redesignate Cooper as a state sponsor of terrorism, according to several admin officials. Both moves will impose or reimpose sanctions on the targets and may complicate the incoming Biden administration's diplomatic plans. On Saturday, Pompeo angered China when he declared this was a great move. It was a wonderful move. He declared restrictions on U.S. diplomatic contacts with Taiwanese officials to be null and void. 
boy, did that upset the Chinese. In addition, Pompeo plans before leaving office on January 20th to draw explicit links between Iran and Al-Qaeda and hit more Iranian entities with sanctions, the official said. They're just doing great things. This is why they wanted him out so badly, and the Senate didn't play ball with that. But I was, once again, talking to Ron earlier, and uh, what is going to happen is our president is going to have every possible attack against him in the next 365 days. He will no longer have the power of the White House, and they will destroy every remnant of who Donald Trump was. When they are done, he will be a memory of a memory to 90% of the people in this country. And that's very sad because he's done great things, but they are going to do their very best to destroy him, including an illegal trial against him in the Senate, a new Senate, when he's not even in office. We'll see if it happens or not, but the only reason why they're pursuing this is so that he cannot run again because they're scared to death of that man. But we'll see where that goes from Mail Online. Iran unveils new secret underground missile base filled with anti-ship weapons in new threat to vessels in Persian Gulf. Here they are. The Iranians are flouting these things openly and nobody's doing anything about it. And in fact, they're going to do just the opposite here in the next 50 days. Iran's elite revolutionary guards unveiled the missile base at an undisclosed Gulf location today. The underground base is one of several bases housing the strategic missiles. Last year, the guards said Iran had built underground missile cities all along the Gulf. They're just flouting these things in people's faces and the EU is They just are buying it and they're not doing anything about it. And our new administration is going to just follow suit. From Israel Hayom, Iran says we'll expel UN nuclear inspectors unless sanctions are lifted. They're threatening them openly. And instead of taking action, they just, they just want to keep these things going. Iran will expel UN nuclear watchdog inspectors unless U.S. sanctions are lifted by February 21st deadline set by the hardline dominated parliament. A lawmaker said parliament passed a law. Remember last week they passed a law that says we must destroy Israel. Okay, they have a new law this week. Parliament passed a law in November that obliges the government to halt inspections of its nuclear sites by the IAEA and step up uranium enrichment beyond the limits set under Tehran's 2015 nuclear deal if sanctions are not eased. So they passed this law back in November. It's going to take effect in the next month. It's a law that completely contradicts what this JCPOA was supposed to do in the first place, and nobody will do anything about it. Iran's powerful Guardian Council approved the law on December 2nd, and the government said it will implement it. According to the law, if the Americans do not lift financial banking and oil sanctions by February 21st, we will definitely expel the IAEA inspectors from the country and will definitely end the voluntary implementation of the additional protocol. The comments referring to text governing the IAEA's mission and activities were carried by several Iranian media outlets. In a statement, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said Iran had an obligation to allow the inspectors access. Iran said it had resumed 20% uranium enrichment, which I reported last week, at an underground nuclear facility, breaching the nuclear pact with major powers and possibly complicating efforts by Biden to rejoin the deal. It will complicate nothing because Biden doesn't care. From the Jerusalem Post, Kissinger, return to Iran deal. Now, you know, that guy was old when I was a little kid. I mean, he's, he's the oldest guy on the planet. He's still out there speaking. He said, Iran deal could spark Middle East nuclear arms race. 
he is actually against what they are going to do. And, you know, he's not a guy to dismiss. He's very involved in what's going on in the world, whether you like him or not. The new U.S. admin should not return to the spirit of the Iran deal, which could spark an arms race in the Middle East, former U.S. Secretary of State Kissinger said at a Jewish People Policy Institute online conference. He criticized the 2015 Iran deal, which President Trump left in 2018. President-elect Joe Biden seeks to return to it if Iran agrees to comply again with the agreement's limitations on its nuclear program. We should not fool ourselves, the 97-year-old diplomat, consultant, and author said. I don't believe that the spirit of the Iran deal, with the time limit and so many escape clauses, will do anything other than bring nuclear weapons all over the Middle East and therefore create a situation of latent tension that sooner or later will break out. The current leaders in Iran don't seem to find it possible to give up this combination of Islamist imperialism and threat, Kissinger said. The test case of the evolution of nuclear capacities in Iran, if these can be avoided. That's his recommendation. From All Israel News, Iran is the new home for Al-Qaeda terror network, poses grave threat to U.S., Israel, Arab allies, Pompeo reveals. So right at the beginning of the week, he said he was going to designate that. Towards the end of the week, in fact, he designated that. Mongolia. Moscow Times. Strong earthquake hits Mongolia-Russia border. A 6.8 magnitude earthquake struck early Tuesday morning in northern Mongolia, not far from the border with Russia, the USGS said. The epicenter of the quake, which struck at a relatively shallow depth of six miles, was located 33 kilometers south-southwest of Turt. The epicenter appeared to be located under Lake uh, I can't pronounce that word. It's like Hovskol or something. The largest freshwater lake in Mongolia by volume. It was located about 200 kilometers west of the southern tip of Lake Baikal. USGS said there was a low likelihood of casualties and damage as a result of the quake. Overall, the population in this region resides in structures that are resistant to earthquake shaking, though vulnerable structures exist, it added. Well, I haven't seen anything on damage this week, and so that tells me that was since Tuesday, so there was no damage and nobody was hurt. We can be sure of that. From Daniel 12 Technology, Mail Online, the end of reading glasses. Anybody sick of buying reading glasses that cost you $10 million and they last you a year? Tunable, tunable spectacles that can adjust their strength with the turn of a dial are unveiled at CES 2021 Tech Show. The VOY glasses feature a small dial at the base of each arm. Wearers can simply turn these dials to adjust the strength of the lenses. The $79 glasses, which is not that much, can change focus from minus 5 to plus 2 in a matter of seconds. You just tune it in. The glasses were awarded the 2021 Innovation Award with the wearable technology category at the Consumer Electronics Show. So, hey, I'd give it a shot. Zero Hedge. Chinese soldiers outfitted this is true i know i'm smiling because the results of it are kind of gruesome but they're outfitted with digital combat device that has self-destruction mode new delhi television has revealed that chinese soldiers in the tibet military region will soon be equipped with new digital systems embedded in their combat gear chinese soldiers will be outfitted with satellite antennas on the helmets new night vision goggles and a digital control terminal on the arm they will also receive advanced body armor, a new navigation device, personal radio, camera module, audio converter, information processing, and power supply module. 
While the upgrades sound nothing out of the ordinary, there was mention that the new combat gear would be outfitted with a self-destruction mode. If a soldier is seriously injured but does not want to be captured, activating the self-destruction device will not only maintain the dignity of the soldier, but the enemy will not be able to obtain any information about this system. The Lou Media Report bluntly wrote, Another self-destruct method is in the battalion-level command post. Get this now. If the commander finds on the screen that the individual soldier is farther away from other troops, but the order cannot be contacted, then they can blow him up. If you're a soldier, it will also initiate self-destruction. There was mention that self-destruction mode could even be triggered remotely by the commander, allowing the soldier to maintain military dignity and prevent information leakage. Many netizens were outraged that soldiers would be outfitted with exploding bombs that could be detonated by superiors. Some netizens said, isn't this stuff a human bomb? Netizens also said, this is too ruthless. Keep away from the team and be detonated by the commander? This is a typical control technique for future operations. They are afraid of soldiers running away, pretending to be dead and rebelling. Another netizen said in the past, the communist army asked each soldier to keep a grenade for himself. Before he was captured, it sounded and died with the enemy. It was also called the glorious bomb. So now they don't just have the choice of self-detonating. They can be detonated by their own people. That's a terrible, tragic way to conduct warfare, folks. From Revelation Plagues, from the Oman Times, bird flu outbreak confirmed in 10 states in India. From Zero Hedge, Twitter zaps Iranian Supreme Leader tweets calling the US-UK vaccines untrustworthy. He, they still are up saying we want to destroy Israel, but they are not on untrustworthy vaccines. Twitter removed Khomeini tweets which called US and UK produced coronavirus vaccines completely untrustworthy. Twitter said that messages were deemed misleading. Khomeini said, importing vaccines made in the United States or the UK is prohibited. They're completely untrustworthy. It's not unlikely they would want to contaminate other nations, he said. Given our experience with France's HIV-tainted blood supplies, French vaccines aren't trustworthy either. So that's the Iranian president. He tweeted it and they took it down. Zero hedge. A nursing home had zero COVID deaths. Zero. Then it vaccinates residents and the deaths begin. Things seem to be working backwards at the commons on St. Anthony Nursing Home in Auburn, New York. Vaccinating people is supposed to reduce or end coronavirus deaths, right? But at the commons, such deaths are reported to have occurred only after residents began receiving coronavirus vaccinations. James T. Mulder wrote at Syracuse.com that until December 29th, there had been no coronavirus deaths at the commons. December 29, when deaths of residents with coronavirus began occurring at the commons, is also Mulder's article discloses seven days after the nursing home began giving coronavirus vaccinations to residents, with 80% of residents so far having been vaccinated. Over a period of less than two weeks since December 29th, Mulder relates that 24 coronavirus-infected residents at the 300-bed nursing home have died. The nursing home began vaccinating residents December 22nd. So far, 193 residents, or 80%, and 113 employees, or less than half the staff, have been vaccinated. Half of them, and yet 24 of them have died. That's not a very good ratio. From MSM, 
Vaccine requirements for travel would be discrimination, Global Tourism Group says. I'm glad they're saying this, but it's not going to make any difference and it's not going to change anybody's mind that are up here. Following indications by lawmakers and at least one airline that vaccination against the coronavirus could become a requirement for international travel, the WTTC said mandating inoculations would be discriminatory. In a Reuters panel discussion where health experts also expressed the long road to global herd immunity, the head of the organization called for global prioritization of vulnerable groups and admonished those touting potential vaccine requirements for a return to travel. We should never require the vaccination to get a job or to travel. If you require the vaccination before travel, that takes us to discrimination. From the blaze, Florida teacher arrested. I wonder what party this teacher is. Don't say it out loud. I'm just wondering. Florida teacher arrested for allegedly spraying disinfectant at students who didn't wear masks properly, faces felony child abuse charges. Yes, Christina Rezatar allegedly became aggressive because four students refused to wear their face masks properly in the classroom. Rezatar, an exceptional student education math teacher, allegedly sprayed aerosol disinfectant into the faces and bodies of the students, and she is facing federal charges. From the Los Angeles Times, LA students must get COVID-19 vaccine to return to school. Be sure to wear your masks properly around your teachers, kids. Zero Hedge, UK government may only let people out once a week and no talking in supermarkets. Zero Hedge, World Health Organization warns herd immunity won't bring world back to normal quickly. So now they're saying they've moved the goalposts so many times that now even herd immunity won't do anything. You're going to be in lockdown land for the rest of your life, folks. For morality, uh, somebody died at the uh, Capitol. Remember that? Her name is Ashley Babbitt. Uh, One thing that everybody, if you're still on any social media site, should do is once a week post her name and remind people not to forget You know, we had entire cities burned down over somebody that was actually a criminal that was arrested and happened to die in police custody. And we should at least remember her for dying, was executed by the U.S. government. From Faithwire, pro-abortion doctor accuses Lilla Rose of domestic terrorism for posting pro-life tweet. Now imagine this, Dr. Leah Torres, the OBGYN who had her medical license suspended in 2020 following a controversy over a since-deleted tweet in which she seemingly bragged about cutting unborn babies' vocal cords, is now accusing pro-life leader Lilla Rose of publishing violent rhetoric. Rose, founder of the pro-life group Live Action, tweeted, abortion is violence. That's all she said. And this lady came and accused her of violent rhetoric. In response, Torres condemned Rose, accusing her of domestic terrorism. Torres said Rose's three-word tweet is objectionably false and meant to incite others to commit crimes against clinics, patients, and healthcare providers. She deduced all that from the words, abortion is violence. Mail online. Governor Cuomo will push to legalize marijuana in New York to generate $300 million in tax revenue as New York City Mayor Bill D. Blasio calls the state to expunge records 
once the law is passed. I said this was coming last year. They said, we're not going to do that. And we're just going to allow, you know, minor offenses to not be. And I said, this is coming because they don't have any money and they need to get it somewhere. Well, it won't matter soon. They're going to do this anyway, and they're going to get their revenue from it. But our next president, just, just a guess, just a guess. Okay. Or the one that follows immediately after him very quickly, will start bailing out liberal states with our tax dollars. Okay. There you go. So it won't matter. They'll get all the money they need and it'll come at your expense because you people have managed your budgets from uh, zero hedge seattle bill could legalize crime for those in poverty or with behavioral issues they are proposing a bill that if you have are, are in poverty or have a behavioral issue you cannot be charged with a crime from breitbart global abortion surpassed 1.1 million in the first 10 days of the new year lockdown in the whole world, and yet they can kill 1.1 million unborn babies. CBN, it's being called the Freedom to Kill Act. New Jersey bill allows non-doctors to abort babies up until birth. Non-doctors. From Mail Online, prominent human rights attorney, 43, who said she was Latina, admits she is actually a white woman from Georgia but defends her right to choose her cultural identity. I love that. Listen, if you want to you want to play all these other games, you can choose your own cultural identity. I want to be black today, okay? Hey, who can say that's wrong when you can't call a person a father or a daughter or a mother in the US House of Representatives? Hey, if it's good for the goose, it's Good for the gander. There you go. Okay. Oh, we can't say they more. Oh. Um, CNN Denmark debuts new children's TV show about a man with a, and I cannot finish the title. If you want to know what the title says, go look it up yourself because it's so perverse. I can't finish just the title of an article of something they are doing in Denmark. I'll read it again. You can go Google it. Denmark debuts new children's TV show about a man with a zero hedge. Air Force brass order removal of all offensive, non-inclusive patches, mottos, and emblems. We will not win any more wars in the United States of America. I will tell you that right now. We have lost the war, and therefore we will win nothing else. We have given away our heritage. We've given away any sense of normalcy, and we might as well just live our lives out as best we can without worrying about what goes on in Washington, because we are doomed. Okay, I don't mean to be a downer here. Remember what I said about Christian joy. Remember what I said about Christian joy. You can be in prison and you can still have joy. You can have cancer and be dying and you can still have joy because we have a hope that transcends the world in which we live. And that is the only thing that we truly have at any given time. But how much more now with what's going on in the world? From our other category, Mail Online, how illiterate minors invented the alphabet. Now, they call them illiterate minors. I don't agree with that, but they've come to a conclusion. Canaanite laborers in ancient Egypt, they call them Canaanites as well. Guess what? They weren't. Um, transformed intricate hieroglyphs into simple letters 4,000 years ago, inscriptions reveal. When they say Canaanite, who are they talking about? The Jews. The first alphabet was found on artifacts unearthed from the Sinai Peninsula. Israeli Egyptologist Orly Goldwasser believes the Canaanites borrowed from hieroglyphs to create their own letters. For example, the shape of their first letter came from the hieroglyph for an ox. In their language, this would have been pronounced Aleph. 
becoming a. Similarly, b came from the glyph for a house, which they pronounce as baked. The synatic alphabet would evolve into the writing system that we use today. So they have pretty much determined that it, and we know that it's the Hebrew language that they developed this writing system to go along with it. And we know that Moses used it in order to give us the five books of Moses. Okay. Tav is a cross. It's cross sticks is what it means, but it's, it can be written like this. It can be written like this, but yes, the Tav is what saves. I want everybody, we'll take a little, because you brought it out. The Tav is what saves. Old Testament new. The layout of the, the ark, the sanctuary around it, and the people that were laid out was very, very precisely done. You'll find this in the book of Numbers if you watch our number sermon. It makes a miles, not just a small, a miles long cross in the wilderness. And it is exactly, it is exactly a cross. In Ezekiel 8 and 9 comes the destruction of Jerusalem. And they are told, uh, these people come into Jerusalem in the vision that Ezekiel has, and they are told to, one of them has a, a writing horn on his side, an ink horn, and the other ones have what are called mapats, or shattering weapons. And he says, you, I want you to go and take your ink horn and put a mark on the head of everybody that mourns over the abominations that are occurring in this city. And that word is tav. I want you to put a cross on the head of everybody that mourns over these things. And they said to the other guys with the pots, I want you to go and destroy everybody else without regard to woman, man, child, destroy them all because of their abominations. And this guy came back within one paragraph. Ezekiel is talking to the Lord while this is going on. And within one paragraph, the guy with the writing horn comes back and he says, I have done as you have ordered. That few people were saved. Sierra Hedge, world's largest insect farm to be built in Illinois amid signs of soaring food inflation. This is actually a really good idea. I saw something on this years ago. This guy had a worm farm, and he would take garbage, all garbage, and he put it in the worm farm. And these worms would eat it all up, and there would be nothing left. It would eat up even radioactive material, and it would eat up uh, things like um, heavy metals that poison the, uh, the groundwater. They eat everything, and they turn it into inert stuff. Okay, well, this is kind of the same idea. Listen, this is very interesting. The food industry is about to take a giant leap forward towards sustainability as a new partnership between Chicago-based food processing company ADM, Archer Daniels Midland, and InnovaFeed, a French firm that makes insect protein for animal feed, are set to build the world's largest insect protein factory farm in central Illinois, according to Forbes. ADM and InnovaFeed will grow and harvest billions and billions of insects called black soldier fly, whose larvae are scavengers and thrive on decomposing organic matter and convert it into nutrient-rich protein that can be transformed into animal feed. Once the facility is operational, both companies estimate yearly output could be around 60,000 metric tons of animal feed protein. Black soldier larvae produce at least 100 times more protein per acre than traditional animal feed sources such as corn, soybeans, sorghum, oats, and barley. This could be a monumental achievement for the agricultural industry as a bid for sustainability-sourced food when pandemic-related shortages have been developed along with soaring prices. 
The good news, but not likely to offset a spike in food prices that is already underway in the future, mass adoption of insects into the global food supply chain. Pound for pound, insects are the most efficient food source for animals and humans. So there you go. Very interesting what they've got going there. We'll see how it pans out. But uh, does anybody keep in touch with the news lately? Two days ago, it was announced the largest owner of land in the United States of America is... Bill Gates, 277,000 acres. I was going to put that in next week's update, but I'll just say it right now. And yet he's talking about nobody should have, you know, private uh, land rights at all. And yet, so what's this going to be? It's going to be the feudal system in America. You've got the big landowners like they used to have in the UK. And then all of the little peons, you and me, we're all going to be down here working on his land. 277 you know how many people here have a whole acre of land anybody we've got one two okay how many people have half an acre of land a quarter of an acre of land okay we got a couple we're down to a quarter of an acre that means everybody else is schlubs like me okay <laughs> the whole world looks at america and says they have more than anybody we have more than anybody with less than a quarter of an acre. The, the remainder of us, these rich people, we can forget them. I'm kidding. They may own land that's up in North Carolina that's worth 10 cents an acre. But the point is being made. We have very little land compared to Bill Gates, okay? Less than a quarter of an acre. And yet the world, all of them want to come here because we have more. That's right. So, But do you see what's going on here, folks? This is going to be a very sad time in human history, and it's coming soon to a tribulation period near you, okay? I'm glad to know Jesus Christ. The Bible teaches nothing other than a pre-tribulation rapture. If you don't know that, I can send you the timeline. I've got it on video. Just type in the superior word, the timing of the rapture, and watch that. I'm not here to defend against views that don't agree with that, because there's no need to. The Bible does not teach those views, and they take them out of context. If anybody cites in their rapture theology, either the book of Revelation after chapter 4, verse 1, from Revelation 4, 2 on, or if they cite anything from Matthew, Mark, or Luke, don't read the analysis. They've taken the wrong dispensation, and their analysis is wrong. Who introduced rapture terminology into the Bible? Who? It begins with a P and ends with an all. Anybody? Paul. That's right. Jesus never spoke of the rapture ever. He was not referring to that in any way, shape, or form. How do we know that is because in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul says, behold, I show you a mystery. He was revealing for the first time in human history, 30 years after the death, burial, and resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ, something called the rapture. If you want your rapture theology to be proper, read Paul's writings. Okay. So we will be out of here. We won't have to worry about these things. And don't let people scare you with their bondage. Oh, you got to go through half the tribulation. You got to do this and that. Or the, the vaccine is the mark of the beast. None of those things are true. None of those things. Learn your Bible. Start by watching Superior Word sermons from Genesis 1-1 and go on. And you will get proper doctrine, okay? I'm not here to make stuff up. I'm not here to give you goofy things on the Nephilim. I'm going to give you what the Bible... Speaking of the Nephilim, we've got coming up in just a few weeks another sermon on the Nephilim. I don't talk about it directly, but I'm going to answer questions that people have thrown at you for years, and you're going to say, oh, that actually makes sense, okay? Fox News, shootings in New York City up ridiculous 97%. Oh, 
The number of shootings soared 97% from 777 in 2019 to 1,531 in 2020, and murders jumped by 44% from 319 to 462. Weasel Zippers, Biden appoints known supporter of anti-Semitism to head DOJ Civil Rights Division. Well, that ought to be in the irony section. <laughs> Fox News, Pence uses Pelosi's own words. Whether you like Pence or not, he got Pelosi. Pence uses Pelosi's own words to justify not invoking the 25th Amendment. Just This is what he wrote. Just a few months ago, when you introduced legislation to create a 25th Amendment commission, you said, and she was doing this not for Trump at all. She was doing this for the guy that's coming into office. Just beware of that. You said, a president's fitness for office must be determined by science and facts, Pence wrote. You said that we must be very respectful of not making a judgment on the basis of a comment or behavior that we don't like, but based on a medical decision, which there was none, and so he didn't sign it. Federalist, 10 times Democrats urged violence against Trump and his supporters. That was just before. There's been probably 5,000 this week. We need to have them all taken to concentration camps. We need to have them all cleansed from the earth. I've heard this again and again and again this week by mainstream media reporters, but 10 times, go type it in and read them. Actually, you can watch them. They're on video. National Pulse incitement timeline debunked as ex-Capitol Police Chief says Pelosi, McConnell's sergeant at arms refused security measures. Mm -hmm. They refused the measures. Yeah. So they've debunked it and they've got the entire timeline laid out. And when it comes out, they're not going to have a hearing on it or they're not going to allow that testimony because they've got it laid out. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, let's see here. Epic Times, Twitter, Facebook, 51 billion dollars combined market value erased since Trump ban. From the Epic Times, Trump administration designates Cuba, Cuba as state sponsor of terrorism. They said they were going to do it. Here at the end of the week, they've done it. The Trump admin has redesignated Cuba as a state sponsor of terrorism and will impose new sanctions in coming days. Secretary of State Pompeo announced the move, noting Cuba's harboring of fugitives and its support for socialist Venezuelan dictator Nicolas Maduro. The communist country was also flagged by the Department of State for repeatedly providing support for acts of international terrorism and granting safe harbor to terrorists. From the Epic Times, Trump approval rating steady despite fallout from Capitol breach. That's a Rasmussen poll. If you go mail online, he is tanked. Nobody in the world likes him. Not one person likes him. But if you go to Rasmussen, it's been steady. Okay, got a lesser cure for you. We'll see if you can figure out what they are talking about. They propose getting protein from flies. To feed me, they'd have to tell lies. I'd rather have goat to slide down my throat because eating bugs... I despise. Good job. And speaking about goat, I went to the Indian restaurant uh, a couple nights ago. We have a new Indian restaurant in Sarasota where the one that we went to a couple years ago is. It's a new one now. Okay. Uh, they've got new owners and it's very nice and they've got five-star ratings, etc. Well, I went there and I had goat. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. And speaking of that, I went with my friends who have now departed Sarasota, Sergio and Rhoda. They went and we had a great time. We had good food. And speaking of Sergio and Rhoda, they came out with a brand new Israel video today, but it's not in Israel. It's about Israel. And it is very good. If you were here early enough, you saw it. It's very funny. It's got a lot of comedy in it. I hope you will enjoy it. Go home and watch that video. You're going to learn how to make something called kanafe. 
What it is is just say the word kafe, like kafe, and then put an N in there, and that's what it is, kanafe. It's an Israeli treat. It is very good, and you will enjoy that video, and you'll learn how to make kanafe, okay? So, having said that, I've got a couple ironies for you. I know that death is sad. I say this every time because somebody will email me and say, you shouldn't talk about death and irony. Listen, people die. We're all going to die, okay? Imagine what's going on in the world when we have these type of ironies. Mail Online, notorious Chinese serial killer is sentenced to death while wearing a full-body protective suit to curb coronavirus. Yes. And then, Mail Online. As the, this is Mail Online. As the execution process began, a woman standing over Montgomery's shoulder leaned over. This is a lady that just got executed. First one since, I think, 1951 or something, whatever. She leaned over Montgomery's shoulder gently removed Montgomery's face mask and asked if she had any last words. They had her with a coronavirus mask so she wouldn't get coronavirus as she is being executed. Such is the world we live in. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaan, Batar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is The Superior Word, and that is your Prophecy Update for the week.